Hey, TK Show is sponsored by South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Northern California's number one volume dealer. Check them out at SouthCountyChryslerJeepDodge.net or drive a little and save a lot in friendly Gilroy. Coming to you from the San Jose Mercury News, the Bay Area News Group, it's the TK Show. Now here's your host, Tim Kawakami. Hey everybody, Tim Kawakami here, TK Show. Great to be talking with everybody here. You might be hearing some pounding outside our window. There's some construction going on in downtown San Jose, but I'm sure uh, hopefully I'll be interesting enough that it won't alarm anybody. But mostly it'll be my guest, my great, great special guest to have on today, uh, the Warriors Executive Board member, Jerry West. Jerry, great to have you on. Thanks for being on. Well, Tim, thanks for having me. Jerry, as you uh, look at uh, what's happened to the, with this team in the offseason, certainly as uh, camp ready to start in a, in a little over a week, uh, obviously adding Kevin Durant, how, what things strike you? What, what are you thinking about as this camp starts uh, with the Warriors? Well, honestly, um, you know, not very much, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm anxious to go there to see uh, see how our coaches uh, approach uh, a, a little bit different team. Um, adding a player of this caliber doesn't happen very long, uh, very often. And, um, you know, because he, he's a basketball player. He's not a scorer. He's a basketball player. And when you add players of this caliber to your team um, – I mean, it, it's it's a blessing, okay? If I were a fan, I would be terribly excited. I'm very excited to see three days three days of training camp, to be honest with you. Um, I think the, you know, the only thing that I believe that when I go there is to see how the coaches are going to be able to mix and match this team as compared to some of our other, uh, some of our team the last two years in particular. But, um as I say, I think it's going to be really intriguing. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun season for all of our fans to see a player like this. Um, there's not many of them around, to be honest with you. And Jerry, we've talked several times in the past, and even while the Warriors were on their way to a championship the first year and winning 73 and getting the finals last year, you always said, maybe you could use another shooter. Well, well, you got one. <laughs> Was this what you were thinking of? Well, um uh, Obviously, you're always thinking that uh, you can add someone, but uh, when you add someone of this caliber, certainly it's um, you feel like Christmas came early for you, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, the other thing, he's not just a sh- shooter, uh, Tim. He's a scorer. Yep. Yep. Scorers can score when they're not shooting the ball well from outside. He's a very proficient shooter, as everyone in the league knows. But I think the one thing that when you watch this team play, the one thing that has really hurt this team in the last two years, and we won a championship with, a, I think, an era of, to me, a large hole in our team in this sense. You need somebody. You just I don't care what kind of shooters we have in our team, and certainly Clay and Steph are two of the best we've ever seen uh, in the history of this league. Um, they're not going to make shots every night. Kevin Durant gets to the free throw line. He's probably the best one-on-one player in basketball. But when he gets to the free throw line, he's going to he's going to make what 90 percent, 85, 90 percent. But what it also does it it does not 
allow other teams to run out against you when you're when you're missing shots. Uh, he's that is so valuable because we had stretches last year where where our shooting was um, dominated by three point shooting or long shooting, and stopping any kind of run usually results from people getting to the free throw line. He gets there as well or better better than anyone in the league. He's an incredible one-on-one player. He might be the best one-on-one player in basketball. And that's one thing that we did not have in our arsenal the last two years. Jerry, uh, we go back to the, 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 the talks with him in July. Uh, obviously, the four players and Steve and Joe and everybody went out to the Hamptons. Uh, you didn't. And then uh, you called him. Um, was it because he reached out to you? Or what, what, what did you want it when you connected with him? Was it July 3rd or July 2nd, whenever it was? Uh, what, what was the communication like? I, I forget like? what day it was, but Bob asked me to call him, Bob Myers. And I called him, and we had a very simple very simple discussion. And, you know, I think too much has been written in the fact that, you know, maybe I helped make a difference. I don't think that was the case at all. I, I just think that I talked to him about things. I didn't try to recruit anyone, nor would I try to recruit someone, nor would I say anything derogatory about other franchises. I just don't think you do that. Uh, one of the things I talked to him about, I said every time I hear people talk uh, talk about you, is the fact that, you know, what a great scorer you are. Well, he was the leading rebounder on that team. Uh, um, he was also the second leading shot blocker. Mm-hmm. He also was the second leading uh, guy in assist. He also was, I think, the second in steals on their team. So his all-around game... Um, to me, was the most important thing that I try to convince him or not try to, I wouldn't try to convince him, but I told him, I think here that he'll be recognized as a total player, nothing more, nothing less than that. And then I also said to him that, um, reminded him of where this league has come, how free agency gives you a right to choose where you want to play. Um, I remember years ago, if I'd had an opportunity to leave the Lakers, I would have left. Mm. Um, because for one reason, because I did not like an owner that was not telling me the truth, and uh, it would have made no difference. It would have made no difference what they would have offered me. I would have left. And you know, it's easy to say after the fact, but um, players have earned the right to go where they want to go. And and the one thing I would tell you is that, you know, if you look at a balanced beam, okay, a balanced scale, franchising can trade any player they want to, okay? Those players may not want to get traded. And, you know, to vilify him because he made a choice, not because, uh, not because any of us in the Laker organization did anything extraordinary to convince him that Oklahoma City was a bad place for him to play, I don't think, to my knowledge, that would be true. Oklahoma City done a great job with their franchise back there. But I think he truly wanted to leave. And with the other people that he met with, my best guess is it was more of a recruitment process than being factual and telling him, you know, this is a great group to play with. Uh, You're not going to have to score 30 or 40 every night for you to win against the better teams. And Follow your heart. 
just follow your heart. Yeah, well, and Tim, that was the basis of my conversation with him. Nothing more, nothing less. What kind of questions generally was he asking you? Well, we really didn't get into a question and answer period. I just told him, one of the things I told him, the rich uh, history of uh, the Bay Area, and particularly with sports, and some of the incredible, um, legendary people who will be remembered forever up there, uh, Willie Mays, uh, Joe Montana, um, a a number of other giant players. Um, I truly think he's one of those players of that ilk. I would tell you he's been maybe my favorite player in the league for a long time. Um, I did tell him that. And, um, but, um, as I say, this is an extraordinary place to play. And this franchise right now, uh, through a lot of good fortune, um, a lot of wise decisions that have been made, which have not hurt us any way, shape, or form, put us in a position to be, go out and talk to the very best free agents in basketball. And um, we were lucky enough to get the biggest and best one that will be around for a long time. What did you think about even the commissioner suggesting maybe, you know, they got to look into trying to prevent this sort of thing happening? And, and I've always said the, the Warriors payroll is going to be less this season than it would have been if they didn't sign Kevin Durant because of all the things he had to do. Did, did you hear those things and other owners grumbling about this? And how does it strike you that they're saying, well, this shouldn't have happened? Well, it's our goods, okay? We signed Shaquille O'Neal, and there wasn't as big as uproar as this. <laughs> Listen, the owners make the rules, okay? They negotiate with the players. And for them to say something like that, to me, it's wrong on their part. Uh, if the commissioner said something about that, I called him about it. And I, just, I told him I didn't think that the comment was fair mm-hmm. at all. It's not fair to Kevin. It's not fair to the Warriors. And it's not fair to any, it's, it's not fair to any team going forward who will sign a free agent of this stature. Um, Listen, the players bargain for this. They have a chance to go play where they want to. I only wish I'd had that opportunity in my, my career, and I'm sure a lot of other people felt the same way. Did, did, do you have flashbacks to the Shaquille pursuit? Uh, certainly just an immense, immense situation. Will you draft Kobe? Will you trade for the rights for Kobe? And you are able to Shaquille, sign Shaquille in the same summer. You were certainly the one right in the middle of that. Did this summer remind you of that at all? Not at all. Hmm. It was completely different, okay? At that point in time, there was a lockout, okay? And you really basically were prevented from talking to players or anything until that lockout was lifted. Um, At that point in time, there were a ton of free agents out there that were very attractive. And, um, you know, as I say, in working in this league for so long, I think relationships with agents are unbelievably important. I think honesty, transparency with agents is really important. Uh, never lie to a player. Never deceive a player. Um, those are things that I would tell you that no player should be underpaid. There's not one player should be underpaid. But on the other hand, there's a lot of players today that have been grossly overpaid. Mm-hmm. That's not good for basketball. And when I see that happen, I, it's easier to criticize much easier to criticize the people that overpay players because they think they're going to get something special than it is for a free agent 
that's very attractive and who obviously is going to make a difference any team he goes. Um, I think in some cases that's worse for basketball than a great player leaving a franchise. But I, I, I did call a commissioner about it. I just did not think it was a fair comment. Uh, you see, what would the commissioner say? Well, um, that conversation was private. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't understand what he was saying. I like the commissioner. I like the new commissioner a lot. Uh, he's a great. He's yep. a great guy, and he's going to do a wonderful job for this league. Yep. I just. I. I don't understand how you can. How. Oh, and I'm sure he was saying it because owners are mad. Other owners who who couldn't do this, but when you see that the Warriors, why would owners get? Why would other owners get mad? They had a right to sign him too. Yep. There were 22 people in this league this year that had maximum room space to be able to go out and sign the best free agent. And the best free agent was this year. That was the best free agent. Why should they complain? I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. You you can't complain about it. You just can't complain about it. To me, it's sour grapes. And I remember when we signed Shaquille O'Neal, maybe one one of the most angry times of my life when they accused us of cheating, okay? Mm -hmm. And And the commissioner's office, frankly, did not. They didn't really say anything. But they certainly did the background work on it. It was one of the most offensive things I think that anyone has ever said, because that's not something I would participate in, nor would the late Jerry Buss ever participate in something like that. He was not going to, uh, he was not certainly not going to do something that would uh, put us at risk for doing the wrong thing. But to me, it was just sour grapes, period, yeah. by the other people who had their chance, and you didn't see Boston, the Clippers, or New York, or whoever else he uh, visited with. You didn't see those people criticizing. Nope. You know, they signed Boston signs uh, Atlanta center Al Horford. Did, did did Atlanta complain about it? No, they didn't complain about it. Did other owners complain about it? No. And Al Horford's a very good player, but he's not Kevin Durant. Yep. All right, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Dear Honda, Toyota, Ford, Chevrolet, Kia, Nissan, Subaru, and Smart Buyers, do you want more car for less? Shop and compare at South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Why buy an expensive Sienna or Odyssey when you can get a 2017 Chrysler Pacifica? Why get a Ram 4 when you can get a 2016 Cherokee? Jeep Renegade, $18,999. Grand Caravan, just $16,999. Jeep Patriot, for only $10,999. Wow, why would you buy anywhere else? Jerry, you see Shaquille go in the Hall of Fame, obviously, you know, you know, no-brainer on that. But what, what do you think about when you see Shaquille, someone that obviously you signed in such a, an important moment in, in the history of the league, signing him with the Lakers? What goes through your mind when you see Shaquille make it induct in the Hall of Fame? Well, honestly, he's one of the players that in my tenure with the Lakers that I felt there's something about him that drew me to him personally. I just, I, I loved him. Okay. I loved being around him. I loved the way that, um, that he treated people. Um, he's just a great guy, but I will tell you that he made, I think the greatest speech, any acceptance speech that I have ever heard 
NBA, any NBA player who's inducted the Hall of Fame, uh, yeah. He was polished. He was funny. And that's who he is. He's approachable. Um, I just, I love being around him. Do you think this Durant signing is the next biggest thing? I mean, is it Shaquille and Durant, the biggest two free agent signings maybe ever? Oh, by far. Yep. By far. And I, well, and I think LeBron James, when he went to Miami, yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't see the league go crazy about that. Hmm. Um, it's almost, and again, I'm not harping on something, but I just truly believe that uh, um, were they... Were, were people in the league envious of our position that we won so many games? We didn't win a championship. We did not win a championship. And um, were people upset LeBron James went back to Cleveland? We won a championship? No. Um, but I have a completely different feeling because I was a player once. And if, you know, if one of our players, if Steph Curry wanted to re-sign uh, with us, which we're hopeful he does. He has a choice to go anywhere he wants to go. And would 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 I be disappointed if he left? I not I I might be disappointed, but I certainly would would be glad that he made a choice that he was happy with. Jerry, as you as you look at this coming season, you know that you know it's going to be a media circus. You know that every time you lose one game, it's going to be the end of the world and, and, and certain headlines are, are you bracing for that? And, and do you think the players are going to have to make any kind of adjustment just knowing how much attention is going to be focused on them? Well, you know what? I happen to think it's great for basketball to be honest with you. Okay. I happen to think it's great for basketball. You know, people talking about parody. Um, I don't know if you can ever have parody in basketball. I'm not sure you can do that. Yeah. Baseball, baseball pretty much, has parity, uh, except for the Cubs today. And then uh, also football, my gosh, except for a couple of teams, everyone else is 500, a little bit below, and you'll have a couple of bad teams. But I think it's good for the league. The people I would feel sorry for would be our players, microphones stuck in front of their mouths, um, asking the same questions over and over. But these players are professional, and they will know how to handle it, I think. But I think it's really going to be important for our PR department and people in our organization to understand that this attention is going to be a lot. And we need to be very concerned about how we handle it in terms of appearances, um, um, you know, time constraints. You play 82 games in how many days? 167 days or something like that. And that doesn't even include that doesn't include the the, the days that they're holidays, the days at um, that are that no one plays. Yep. And I I I truly believe that that would be the biggest problem. You know, I saw Bob and had made a coach that there will be tur- turbulence or turmoil. I don't believe that for a second. Okay, if it is, it will be created by the press. <laughs> It will be created because we don't win every game that we play. But I think at the end of the year, this is the way this team should be judged at the end of the year. Yeah, the 73 wins last year. I mean, Kerr and others have said they don't even want to even think about that. Would would you even want to see them approach 73 this season? 
Tim, I tell you what, I think the most competitive people play the most competitive games. If they can win eighty-two, that's fine with me. <laughs> I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry anything about it. Should you go out there and deliberately lose? No. And people say, "Oh my God, it's a bigger bullseye on you." No. The more you win, the more confidence you have as a team. But what happens in that process? The more you win, you're going to win some games that are blowouts if you have a lot of talent. And we think we have an awful lot of talent. Um, it's also going to give our younger players a chance to play. Yep. And I think in our draft this year, oh my goodness, I think we did great in our draft this year. And we got two young players. One of them is big, who had, had unfortunately had a an injury due to weightlifting mm-hmm. at some other team's facility when all these kids do is show everyone how strong they are in Chicago. Why they have to lift weights again, I don't know. And we had a second-round pick um, that, to me, Patrick McCall, um, I thought he was one of the three or four best players in, uh, in the whole uh, L.A. I mean, the whole L.A. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, Las yeah. Vegas yeah. Summer League. thought he was tremendous, and he's 20 years old. And, the, and uh, Damian Jones, what I think, is 21. But um, we think we've got incredible depth. But you look at this team, of those four players, and I would almost argue anyone in the league, I think they're four of the top 16, 18 players in all of basketball. Yep. And I don't think we've ever seen that in the NBA or maybe any sport. And when you see, you know, so when you see these young kids that we have, who are going to grow um, and to be really good players. Um, this team will be built for the long run. And this team should be good for a number of years without making any major changes. One thing I've always agreed with you, Jerry, and and, and when you've said it, I've, I've continued to believe it, is that you want teams to think you're going to win. You want to be expected to win. You want to be good. You don't want the 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 job you want is on a team that's good, not not on a team that's expected to be bad. So when I hear the expectations are this this isn't going to be a joyless season, I say you're supposed to win. That's you you want to be thought to be good, and I I would imagine you you well, you would agree with that. Well, a hundred percent, and I, I would tell you if you would ask these guys, these players on this team, and particularly the, these top four players. If you were to ask them, do they like to lose, they would probably get very angry with you, okay? They would probably get really angry, to be honest with you. No one wants to lose. I mean, it's crazy to say a professional athlete wants to lose. They don't want to lose, period. And I just think this team has a chance to be really special. I think our coaching staff needs to figure out who they're going to play. But if you look at our top seven players, oh my goodness, um, that's pretty special to see. Last year, um, you know, if you looked at our second unit last year, the thing that was tough for the second unit, we didn't have people that were able to score consistently. And if you put Kevin Durant and Sean Levingston out there together, oh my goodness, instead of passing to some of our other players, he's going to be passing the ball to Kevin Durant. He's going to score it. So I think that makes us better than a year ago. You know, I've heard a couple people say, well, they're going to miss certain players. Um, 
I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be the case. And yeah. some of the players that, that were gone, um, I hate to see them going. I like it. I like to have everyone stay around for a, bu- a bunch of years. But the teams that do best are the are the best risk takers. And taking a risk is not taking a gamble. Some a gamble is if you trade your best player for something else you don't know. That's a gamble. But if if you know have a proven product and you're getting, it's only a risk to this sense. It's a risk to see how your teams will be able to play together. But I do think this is a really um, can't wait to watch it. To be honest with you, your how limit do you think Curry was at the in the playoffs on his injuries? You know something I would not know, and the only stuff he's not going to say very much. He's a uh, he's a he just. He's just one of those great people, and more importantly, he um, he's not going to you know he's not going to tell you how he feels because it will sound like an excuse, and that's he's not going to use excuses. Uh, great players do that, and great people do that. And um, as I say, I would have no way of knowing is he was he hundred percent. I doubt it, but he was out there playing, and he tried, he was giving his best, and our best wasn't good enough. What did you think about watching the Olympics? Obviously, Durant probably was the best player on the floor. Clay was a featured part of that. Uh, but then you said Draymond, you know, basically didn't play at the end. What struck you about the Olympics? Well, I think in that environment, that wasn't the perfectly constructed team. Okay, yep. they had needed, they had too many guys, and no, and not a criticism, but they wanted other players to play, and they didn't play. Um, um, and what I think is really interesting about that is that if you don't have a team, Draymond needs to play on a team. He needs his his role. On that team, he was not going to prosper, and I would have bet everyone he was not going to prosper. They needed more players to pass the ball, to get the ball to the other shooters. But um, frankly, I think the two best players there uh, were our two players. Yep. All right, Jerry, listen, I'm, I've asked you before your favorite restaurant. I think I've asked you your favorite television show, so I'll ask you an, an, another one. How about your, your, your favorite movie recently? Recently? Yeah, last two, three years, let's say. You know something? I haven't seen a movie recently, but there is a series that was on HBO okay. called The Night Of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable series. Okay unbelievable and i watched all of it in three days (laughs) i wanted to watch it all in one day but i didn't think i should do that but to me uh fascinating um the acting in it was great the characters were great um the outcome was interesting um but my goodness it was just um it, it, that's that's the best thing I've seen in a long time. That's great. You know, I, I watched the first episode and and got away from it, but I know I got to get back there. I got to binge watch the the other episodes. Like probably watch well, it. Trust and, me, <laughs> trust me. You better get back to the rest of that. It's great. <laughs> with you, with your recommendation, your recommendation, Jerry. I am absolutely on that. And I was that 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 tells me that I got to watch this thing, Jerry. Listen, always appreciate talking to you. Know I love talking to you. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Well, thank you, Tim. It's great to see you. We'll see you during the regular season. Take care. All right. 
All right, see you, Jerry. Everybody, that's Jerry West recommending the night of. I don't know that you can get a better recommendation when Jerry West says he had to watch all of them in three days. I will be watching that show. All right, everybody, thanks so much. Chevrolet, Kia, Nissan, Subaru, and Smart Buyers. Do you want more car for less? Shop and compare at South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Why buy an expensive Sienna or Odyssey when you can get a 2017 Chrysler Pacifica? Why get a Ram 4 when you can get a 2016 Cherokee? Jeep Renegade, $18,999. Grand Caravan, just $16,999. Jeep Patriot, for only $10,999. Wow! Why would you buy anywhere else?